So, okay, then let, let's, let's jump into it. So, Mark, you guys get to London. I mean, throw in whatever you want as well. But my main question is, what was the atmosphere like? I mean, was, was the place buzzing? People... Okay, well, I need to back up a little bit because I, I feel like I need to, and I don't want to get emotional, but I have to apologize to Ray. Because I remember being in Daniel's office telling Ray that this is not going to work. And this is the most amazing thing that I've ever been a part of. Welcome to the Ben Stein Dad Joke Challenge, where an Arab tells a dad joke in a Ben Stein voice, and the challenge is that none of us hosts on the Living Waters podcast laughs. This includes the Arab guy who's telling the dad joke. I really believe that we can definitely get through this without any of us laughing. Why do fathers take an extra pair of socks when they go golfing in case they get a hole in one? <laughs> like, sorry. <laughs> We're not supposed to laugh? Yeah. That was actually good. I like that easy. Dear Math. Oh, you laughed. No, I'm loving him. Dear Math, grow up and solve your own problems. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't going so well. That was hilarious. What did the janitor say when he jumped out of the closet? Supplies. <laughs> why do why do seagulls fly over the ocean? Because if they flew over the bay, we'd call them bagels. <laughs> Okay, I'm done. <laughs> you had a lot written down. Wow. Because I thought we would make it, and I thought, I got to get a lot because we probably won't crack. Oh. Oh. I put tears in my eyes. <laughs> seriously. <laughs> Guys, what is it about Ben Stein? I mean, seriously. Wait, do we I need actually, to explain I, who he is? I, I met him once. Come on, everybody I, knows who Ben Stein I is. I met him, and he didn't talk like that. <laughs> yeah, we did. We did. It was at a... Uh, Premier was that, somewhere. Um, somewhere. Expelled. That's right. Oh, oh what a blast that? from the past. He did like a documentary. Yeah, it was called Yeah, but Expelled. he was famous for advertisements before you were born. And no, he would always Ferris Bueller's Mark, Day Off. Has, yeah, Mark, oh, he knows And he was in a movie line. too. What is it? Yeah. That, that, uh, Bueller. Ferris Bueller. Yeah. Bueller. <laughs> Bueller. But I do want to listen to him as soon as I hear his voice. It's the most boring. Do you remember winning Ben Stein's Money? It was a TV show. Oh, that's oh, right. Yes. Yeah. Seriously? So yeah. you knew all about who Ben Stein is. Yeah, yeah, of course. Was it a comedy or a... Uh, it, uh, was, no. it was like a trivia game. Uh, he was the host, and you would win Ben Stein's money if you got the question. I bet correct. it was more the executive producer's money or the <laughs> well, studio's yeah. money. <laughs> Unless he yeah. was the executive producer. No, but man, it, he had something about him. It's the like, Stein that causes the, the something. Was over there. <laughs> yeah. Clear eyes. Yeah. yeah. Oh. But what he, is it? Yeah. Clear eyes commercials. Yeah. Yeah, he. I mean, he made basically he he became famous and made a living off of being His voice. <laughs> Seriously, monotone voice yeah. like us. Well, no, yeah. it's, it's, a, it's a caricature of anything. Makes you laugh, you know. When you someone's drawn with massive ears that you never noticed they had before, in a caricature, it just makes you smile. <laughs> yeah, Oscar. He's a lawyer. Did you know that? Is that what he was by yeah. trade? By mm-hmm. trade, yeah. Yeah, Ray, did you send him some stuff or something? Because yeah. we saw him at that event. You got his contact info, I think. He gave me his home address, which was very nice. Did he but respond? I can't remember. What is it? I can't remember. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> oh, that's, speaking of our movie, what is it? Yeah. Ah, oh, what is it? Well ah. Yeah, boring people and all that other good and fun and cute stuff. Perfect. What? Perfect. 
Perfect. There are dead jokes and there are dad jokes. They were dad jokes, Weren't not dead good? jokes. Yeah, oh, I got more really good ones. The sock here. one was pretty good in my life. Yeah, Oscar, you blew it because you said a really good one before we came on. I don't remember. Wait, what mm. was it? About his memory improvement. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, we have a comment. This is from Prodigal Son X. It only gets better. <laughs> Let's Hang in there, people. 238. It only gets better. <laughs> it, we it, haven't gotten there yet, but it yeah. will get better. Well, he meant to put the word can. It can only yeah. get better. Yeah. You know yeah, what? Maybe, our, hey, that needs to be your next mug. It can oh, only get right. better. <laughs> yeah, actually, that's a good idea, Oscar. You know, that's how this was birthed, I think. Yeah, we have yeah. no idea what we're doing. All right. Uh, hey, that could be a new closing because we need one. Yeah. Every single one of you are the best, and I truly enjoy Ray's accent. Ha ha. What that mean? Yeah. Uh, thank you guys for bringing us such edifying content. Listening to you guys makes me feel like I'm right there with you. God bless you guys. So a comment hey. on our YouTube channel where it said, I think it was an atheist. He said, Ray's accent is putrid. <laughs> <laughs> putrid. Yes. That's a good way to put it. Yeah, thank you, Prodigal Son X. You have returned. I don't know where, eh. I don't know where you went, but he's back. That's very encouraging. Oscar, we were talking about Prodigal Sons earlier. Because uh, we talked about my departure oh. and my arrival. Oh, that's right. Yeah, friends, you don't know that, but uh, Oscar, yeah, he was a traitor. <laughs> at one point in the slide. No, that's not fair. It's a turncoat. That's <laughs> <laughs> all. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. What is it? For uh, those who don't know, I had taken a job and left the ministry, and it was only about 10 months. It wasn't quite a year. I was no longer at the ministry, and then I repented. I saw my wicked ways, yeah, uh, and I came back. And since thereforth, thereon, they call me the prodigal son. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> or Benedict Arnold. Mm. Or Arnold. One Those people that you work for think they're the pigsty or not? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Yeah, he has returned, friends. All right, this podcast is brought to you. No. This podcast <laughs> is brought to you by Defender of the Faith. Ten weird facts about the coronation. And this is fitting because uh, we're going to be talking about that. Ray, 500,000 in print? Half a million. Yes. No, but Ray, no, no. Uh, 500,000. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. you're right. What, seriously, what sounds better? Because I always, when I'm about to write something, I'm always wondering, should I say 250 million or should I say quarter of a billion? Which sounds more impressive? I don't know. It's weird, I'm isn't it? I'm always stuck with that. It depends on your, on your perception of a yeah. billion. Yeah. Why are we trying to impress people? Anyway, Defender of the Faith, 500,000. Ray, but be honest, though. That's not For really once. what you would have wanted to print. No, no, I'm going to be honest because I'm normally a liar. <laughs> true, <laughs> very true. I wanted to go for a million. Yeah, mm. so you compromised. I compromised, yes. <laughs> what a nice guy. <laughs> yeah, friends, this is a, a great book. Lots of good insights, and uh, you'll hear more about all that kind of good stuff here in a little but bit. But I thought we did not send those to England. Did we send any of those? No, to we didn't. We were going to, but the logistics was insane. But people were handing those out. Where did they get them? Wait, what? Yeah, Wait, are you where serious? are they now? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I know where they got them because the five hundred thousand went out to people in the U.S. They must have filled suitcases oh, with them and took, took them, them with them. Yeah, I have some good video of them hanging. Hang really? Oh, that's great. I saw some. I saw some of those books over there. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously, we tried to get a warehouse to put them in, and we thought we've got this. Like, I don't know how many pallets it was. Like forty pallets of books. 
And, yeah. and how, where do we put them? How do we store them? You know? Yeah. So it was just a nightmare. So to be clear, because not many people who are listening may know, we recently, the clarifier. We recently uh, had a huge outreach for the coronation, which was in London. And because of that, we... What uh, coronation's that? The coronation of King Charlie. So Ray wrote a book called Defender of the Faith, 10 Weird Facts About uh, the Coronation. Thanks Thank you. to you oh, for, the, for my the subtitle. Oscar. That's right. We printed 500,000 of them, and they were made freely available, right? And with free shipping. With free shipping. All 500,000 are out mm-hmm. in the world somewhere? And out, True. yes. All in the United States for for Christians to hand out to their non-believing friends. I think it's a great book. I wouldn't suggest they hand them out. I would suggest they throw them out. Like, right. Yeah. Like, uh, no, we, like we just did. We did. We went around the, the local neighborhood and tossed them up driveways, put a rubber band around them, and, t- and Easy just had a ball. Oh, that was fun. Although I had some pretty bad throws, I have to admit. Yeah, but you were stopping and people were on the side of the yeah. road, you were running out and giving them to them. It was just some great. Some people didn't get some wet books on their lawn, but oh. I tried. Arabs don't, they don't do baseball throws and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. So, oh, thanks for qualifying, Oscar. Yeah. And then there was the track. And then, yeah. Yeah. Well, Six, we're going to talk million. about that. We're going to talk about that. Defender of the Faith, 10 Weird Facts. Were, were there a lot of weird facts, right? Yes, really weird facts. Can you tell us one or two? The, the subtitle was given to me by Oscar. Thank you, sir. I didn't Aww. have that. And it's more appealing. I mean, ten, and they were weird things. The, the, the orb, I mean, when do you, I'd never heard of an orb until I had no. seen one just floating around the neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> There's an orb. It was, it was a gold ball that was encrusted with hundreds of diamonds and pearls and sapphires mm. that Charles. Holds there. I would love to sell it and give the money to the poor and use the rest for gospel tracts. I wonder what it's worth, that orb. <sighs> it's a lot. Yeah. You know, that's where we've talked about Oh, we talked about it on the live stream, but the, the beef eaters. Oh, I found uh, out why they were called beef eaters. Wait, what's well, there no, There's it. no reason. Yeah, there was. talking about people like No, they were Henry VIII's guards. That's why they looked really old-fashioned, yeah. and they used to eat beef. Love it. So he called them beef eaters. Really? Yeah. that's Because I, I saw a beef eater say that he doesn't know why they're called beef eaters. Yeah, well, that's, that's just ignorant. We, yeah. we know it. Got a snipe. Yes, exactly what I was thinking. Exactly what I was thinking. Those listeners that have been with us know exactly what that means. All right. Yeah. So, yeah, they guard those things in the tower, I think, of London. I got the beef. <laughs> <laughs> you go in there, they got piles of Leave beef. my burger alone. <laughs> Don't you touch beef it. Eaters. Yeah, they would have done well in those commercials back in the day. Remember those commercials? Where's the beef? Yeah, where's, where's the beef? The beef? It Mark, could do you be, remember those? They weren't, oh, totally. actually, they weren't actually called beef eaters. They, they were beef. Feeters, <laughs> because they had feet they walked around on. They just beef, wanted to be feeters. feeters. Oh, man. But Mark, remember uh, little grandma? Where's that beef? Yes. Oh, yeah, of course. She I mean, that was like, iconic. back then, that was what you would call a viral campaign. Well, it, it was on co- iconic, well, yeah. What was Wendy's. What was the Wendy's. 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 Yeah. Remember, she'd be driving around, where's that beef? And then they'd show this giant bun, and it had like a tiny little piece of meat in the middle. Where's that beef? Different glasses. You know, Denny's is brilliant. They do the square... Uh, Patty. So Why is that, that? I think so. You, Wait, you, that's Wendy's, everybody, not Denny's. I say Denny's. Yeah, <laughs> Wendy's. Wendy's. So you, I, you get a bite from any side. You know, I wanted to produce a circle. A, <laughs> I wanted to produce a square egg. A what? A square egg. <laughs> so it doesn't roll <laughs> because, around? Because well, when, a, when an egg's 
laid, the shell is apparently very soft. So if you could somehow strap a oh, little square box about that, yeah. to a chicken, That'd be so it laid it would lay it square. <laughs> that would be great because it would sit it up on the table when you want to get it. Wouldn't Ray, roll you off. really did contemplate though how like a way to do that and try it. Be of course, no, the chicken wouldn't stay still. <laughs> Wait, weren't you looking at? When, didn't we see some about square watermelon two years? Yes, ago? they do have square melon. They they <laughs> contain them in a square thing. So the watermelon so it grows, grows and square. shapes into a square. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so they sit up instead of, of rolling it around. Yeah. All right, friends. Also, don't forget to check out the Living Waters podcast mug. Notice it's only in second place today. I've, I've kicked it down a little bit. And the evidence study Bible at livingwaters.com. All right, guys. No more uh, delays. Shenanigans. No more shenanigans and delays. The London Outreach. Okay. You guys were there, and I'm the one buzzing with excitement right now because... Honestly, I haven't even hardly talked to you guys. I know. Yet. I haven't seen you since yeah, getting back. Yeah, just got back. This obviously is uh, is posted a little while after the uh, coronation, but all I've heard from you guys is this was unbelievably amazing. I mean, Mark, you, even this morning we were texting, and you're just like, yeah. yeah. So, so Wait. first well, of all, be, let's before, start with what, what well, before you get there, let's start with how this was even conceived. So, Ray... Do you even remember how this all came about? Yeah, absolutely. It started back in 1982 um, when I saw, I think it was 82, Diana and Charles get married worldwide on television. Oh, and yeah. I sat and watched them. And I watched the, the Archbishop of Canterbury say, uh, marriage is a type of Christ and the church. And mm. I thought, now, preach it now. <laughs> you can preach the gospel. You, you have license to actually say Christ died for our sins. We can have everlasting life as a free gift of God. Yeah. And that's what God's love was expressed in the cross, blah, blah, et cetera. Mm. I was going to say blah, blah, but you know. <laughs> and I was so frustrated that he had a worldwide audience of literally hundreds of millions. He had license to preach the gospel. He could have done it in two or three minutes, yeah. but he didn't. And so when this came up, I thought, Charles is going to be crowned. And I studied what happened with Queen Elizabeth in 1953 and saw that she just did so many things which are so biblically based, symbolic of the Bible, laying a hand on the Bible, swearing to uphold the biblical truths of salvation by grace through faith, carrying the scepter like David carried and like Solomon carried the orb, which is a picture of Christ having rule over the whole earth. So many other things. The sword's a sword of mercy, speaking of the cross, the sword of justice, the sharp sword, speaking of the judgment of God. And I thought, wouldn't it be great to do a gospel track with Charles's picture on the front with the gospel on the back and give it away to the millions that are going to pack London? Mm. Made a video for you guys, sent it to you, and straight after I sent it, I received an email from a gentleman who said, he just said, what are you working on? Yeah. And I, so I sent him the video, and he sent the ministry $200,000. <laughs> sent someone else the video, they sent $50,000, somebody else, and they sent $100,000. So I thought I'd better send the video to as many people as I can. <laughs> and then from there, things just exploded in the sense that we thought we were going to print 3 million tracks, which is a breathtaking amount. Absolutely. That ended up being 16 million. Uh, we thought we had something like 2,000 workers that were going to help us give out tracks in England and throughout the U.S. It ended up being 21,000. We sent our team from you guys and the camera crew to London to film it all, to give out tracks, to have a seminar, and it just went wonderful. Yeah, yeah so that's 20... 21,000 workers. 21,000 workers all across the globe 
in different countries that we're getting because we had Australia, Canada, mm-hmm. Australia, I said Australia, New both Zealand. Australia's. <laughs> both Australia's. Yeah. Northern and Southern <laughs> Australia. All over, right? Yes, Lots, probably over. the Commonwealth countries. 21,000 people. Yeah, so the numbers, we brought in about $530,000 in donations, mm-hmm. the total amount. Uh, we didn't that, even have to go to our regular donors. Yeah. It was such a uh, which covered, provided. Which helped cover the cost of 16 million tracks being printed, 500,000 books being hardcover printed, books. hardcover books being printed, plus being able to host a conference for a couple hundred people in London right before the outreach. And did you say a couple hundred thousand? A couple no. hundred thousand what? I thought you said a couple, couple hundred people. Oh, a couple hundred people. A couple hundred people in London, sort of an equipping. Uh, I think there are um, about 400 almost there. I was going to correct him, but I didn't like yeah. to publicly. <laughs> a couple hundred? A few hundred? Yeah, a yeah. few hundred. There yes. were hundreds. There were millions. Yeah. There were less than a billion people at that conference. <laughs> <laughs> That's you often hear. We've got this TV station has a potential audience of six billion people. <laughs> and there's yeah. two listeners. The word potential. There's, there's only three billion humans. Yeah, six so, billion eyes. So yeah. we had um, that wonderful conference, uh, or whatever you call it, reception. Yeah. Uh, was just a, a time of exhortation and encouragement, which everybody loved. Yeah, I mean, let me just put this into perspective. You know, think of a local church with an evangelism team. And seriously, if Five people come out, the leaders are like, whoa, this is a revival. About 400 people came together, flying in from all over the world. 21,000 around the world, 400 together in London. Coming in from all around the world to London. And honestly, all around the world. I mean, I met people from Australia, Finland, Africa. What was the country that that young lady was from? New Zealand. It was just off of uh, Madagascar somewhere. Some small little island off the coast of Madagascar. Loves listening to the podcast, so sorry, I can't remember the name of the country. Yeah. Uh, all of the world. Yeah. I mean, so, the, and that's in London, but but just to have a team that size, and then you've got twenty one thousand all over the world giving them out. I mean, th- this is set. This is like we're on fire already, but the, the, we're like a blazing inferno right now. We don't know this. how many came from Great Britain to London. We we lost count. It was originally eighteen hundred, and the figures got messed up on our website, yeah. so I couldn't mm-hmm. find it. So there were literally thousands came from around the country from churches to give out those tracks yeah. because we send out the tracks in the thousands. And I'm telling you, on Coronation Day, every single street I turned and walked down. There were people handing out gospel tracts. I love it. Yeah, I, you know, I cannot Every tell you seat. how many people I bumped into that were all by themselves. Yeah. That jumped on a plane, crossed the pond from wherever they were coming from, and they loved the podcast. And they had uh, no idea about the reception. Yeah. Which surprises what? me. I think they would have come to the you reception. Were, wait, you, you mean I'd there were more there that there didn't come? There were so, so many yeah. people. I would easy. say about half the people I ran into on the streets were not at the reception. What? Yeah, easy. Miguel said we had... Not too many people gave RSVPs to the reception, so they capped the number at about 400. And so a lot of people couldn't get in, a lot of people couldn't come because it was filled up. But yeah, a lot lot more people than that. Yeah. So, okay, then let's let's jump into it. So, Mark, you guys get to London. I mean, throw in whatever you want as well. But my main question is, what was the atmosphere like? I mean, was was the place buzzing? People... Okay, well, I need to back up a little bit because I, I feel like I need to... And I don't want to get emotional, but I have to apologize to Ray. Hmm. Because I remember being in Daniel's office, telling Ray that this is not going to work. And this is the most amazing thing that I've ever been a part of. Wow. (laughs) And I'm sorry, Ray, for for doing that. And 
Mark, when you sent that text to me, I actually wept because I remembered that. You're saying this is the greatest experience of my life. I'll never forget it to the moment I go to be with the Lord. I wept because it was so sweet to me after you saying this just isn't going to work. We love to give things away. We love to give things away. And that's why we will do that every single day here on the Living Waters podcast. That's right, friends. We're giving away goodies for those of you who go to livingwaters.com forward slash podcast and fill out the form. We are giving 10, believe it or not, 10 different people each week goodies from Living Waters, $100 value for each box. You'll get tracts and books and a podcast mug and all kinds of good things. So make sure to participate at livingwaters.com forward slash podcast. And make sure to listen to the very end of the podcast where you will hear the announcement of the winners every week. Yeah, well, boy, wish we didn't have cameras going. Um, <laughs> it, it, it was a surreal moment because I met people from all sorts of backgrounds and Christian denominations that came together to link arms to share the gospel with people and people that have never done this before. Wow. That, that have never stepped out of the boat and... <sighs> It was crazy. It, it was absolutely crazy. People, the the energy and the and the excitement that people had to share their to share their faith for the first time. I, I felt like I was a part of history. I, I felt like God allowed me to go into the front lines and experience and see something that was part of the early church mm-hmm. wow. as they went into their Jerusalem and Judea and Samaria and the uttermost parts of the earth. And it, people I talked to that, they did not care that nobody came with them, that nobody went with mm-hmm. them. People that spent all the money they had to get a plane ticket and sleeping wherever they could sleep. And we, we had a host up there, the, the Romanian church, that yeah. so kindly opened up their church. Was Pastor George, is that right? Pastor George mm-hmm. and Yulia, uh, who organized the event. I mean, I, I don't even know what to say. That these people, I, I was so encouraged yeah. as I was out handing out the different tracks and seeing the books and people engaged in conversations. And I saw somebody open air preach for the first time, and they've never open air preached before. Yeah. It, it, it wasn't the best a message, you know. It, it was really kind of sloppy, but it so it provoked me, you know, within me. And I and I went up to a guy and I said, "Hey, that guy's listening to this episode right now." I'm like, "Hey." <laughs> Can, may I may I borrow your microphone? He looked at me and he said, he said, he goes, wow, th- this is such an honor. You know, I, I I love your podcast and and everything else. So I then began to preach for an hour and a half. And then finally a camera crew came by like within the last 20 minutes, you know, or so, and they got it on camera the last 20 minutes or so. But yeah, more I, got I, the rounded, the rest. I rounded the corner again, walking around, just people everywhere, running in the, to people, handing out gospel tracks. I'll get into some of the people that I got to meet, but I, I round just to, to pause, but then I want you to pick up. I round this corner and I hear somebody on a microphone and I'm like, well, I know that voice. <laughs> <laughs> and I go over there and there's Mark. He's got this Persian guy, Egyptian guy, 
uh, Ferris. He was uh, Egyptian. And then this tall English bloke. English guy. He was, uh, his name was Danny. Were these your hecklers? Or were they these are my hecklers. Creature? I invited them up and we shared a microphone, but I held on to the microphone. Yeah. Oh. And by the time I was done, uh, they, they both were very antagonistic. They were. Really? Have it on especially, camera. Especially on camera. Danny. When you say we have it on camera, that's for our television program. Yes. So oh. Mark, real, real quick, was this a local uh, group that was open air preaching or were they a part of it our a, outreach? It was a or? single guy that came by himself with a microphone and, and a, a speaker. And a speaker. And he came from the US or? No, he, no, he was an Englishman. He had an I accent. Don't, I don't, I, I didn't hear him preach. I no. took over his okay. microphone. I'm not sure. <laughs> But somebody else had borrowed his microphone that preached for the first time. Got it. And then, and then I grabbed a hold of it. But Danny, who came on up, he was so antagonistic. He was so angry. He was an atheist. And I, I allowed him to speak into my microphone as I held it. And he was just going off and off and off. And I've never I, seen a man roll his eyes so fiercely wow. as Danny would roll his eyes. Yeah. By the time we were done, he said, I just want to say thank you. Wow. Whoa. I've never come across a Christian like you before. Usually we come across people that are Christians that are yelling at us, but they're not ready and willing to engage in dialogue. I've never encountered something like this before. And I want to say what you're doing out here is a really good thing. Yeah, do we have Did they that get on that camera? on camera? We have it all on camera. <laughs> well, <laughs> and, oh, and a moment that you didn't see, if you remember, he kind of asked a question to you, like what kind of a God would blah, 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 blah. And your response to him was, by what standard are you judging God on? Mm. And he took a moment and he, and he said, his response back was like, you know what? I need a minute. I need a minute to <laughs> wow. think about this. And so he pulls back and then the other guy steps forward and starts asking you questions. And I watched him. He was like on his phone. I, I don't know what he was doing, but it looked like Richard he was Dawkins looking something. Would, yeah. Yeah. Would, Richard, help me. No, what would Dawkins say? <laughs> uh, we're looking some stuff up, and then at one point he like seemed to. And again, I don't know what he was doing on his phone, but it looked like he was curious about something. And then at some point he puts his phone away and he just kind of crosses arms and he sat there with his with his chin in his hand and just thinking and contemplating and and then was like looked at you and was like, okay, I'm gonna go. And then he said whatever he said to you and he left. <laughs> wow. yeah, I mean, I'm gonna seriously. gracefully back out of this conversation. Now. Yeah, so how, how cool yeah. would it be, you know, if one day this guy gets saved and yeah. his testimony is a guy hit me with this question lovingly, gently intelligently and i just realized what am i doing yeah what standard am i using yeah i'm an atheist i don't believe in any absolute standard and yet i'm applying one to god where do i get huh? i remember his thing it was because you brought up adam in the fall and he said what kind of a god would tempt a son and then accuse him afterwards of falling that was it and then your response was by what standard are you basing that by what standard are you judging god on yeah and he kept saying you know there are so many kids that are suffering so many kids that are suffering they're suffering they're suffering where's god god was at the same place when his son was suffered when his son died at the hands of cruel people mm. but since you have such a heart for the children how do you feel about abortion wow yeah. and he said well I, I think it's up to the woman's the woman to choose and i said so let me get this straight everybody can choose but god wow. like by by what standard so it was very and it's very important for those of you that are listening if you are uh inclined to open air preach or to engage in some sort of an apologetical sword fight to always get back to the gospel yeah, yeah. because before you know it you're 30 minutes in, you have a whole new crowd and nobody's heard the gospel. All they see is you arguing. And if you're not arguing towards the cross, well, then you're just arguing. So I made it my aim to always pull away from our discussion, 
preach the law and the gospel and get back to the questions. That was Amen. learned from Santa Monica. When it we was used to learned. tap each other's ankle. Yeah, <clears throat> because so, it's, yeah. it's a propensity to get caught into arguments, apologetical arguments. And if we saw a brother on the box doing that, we'd go past and just tap his ankle and say, "Oh, remember, we're here yeah. to preach the cross." Well, it's so key, and you know, one of the benefits of open air is the fact that multiple people are listening in, yeah. and you've got people that are coming in and out. So you might have someone new who just walked in. So you always want to try to get back to the gospel. So, okay, Mark. So you had that, that experience. I mean, I, I, I've known you for a very long time and we've served the Lord together for about 25 years, like in ministry. And I've, I don't think I've ever seen you like this moved by something. God did something in you, man. Yeah, no, it was, it was really special. You know, I wish that you guys could have been there to, to see it. You know, yeah. somehow be be lifted up, experience it, and come on back. Yeah. The travel itself can be very difficult. You know, it can be very hard, but the the ministry was absolutely amazing. Everywhere I turned around, there were people. It, it seemed like there was a road to Emmaus experience yeah. with everybody. Right. Everybody had a story, and when given the opportunity, they wanted to share it. But they weren't interested in the fellowship as much as they were interested in sharing the gospel with other people. Amen. People that were excited to meet us and to talk to us, but when given the opportunity to turn around and to hand out tracks, they were ready to go. They 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 wanted to be all a part yeah. of that. And and what a what a fitting occasion. I mean, right, Ray? I mean, you've talked about it, and you've said basically the whole world was going to church, and everyone's gathering to really wait outside of an event where something's happening, where the gospel's being talked about. I mean, they, they quoted out of Colossians yes. about how he's, you know, the, the who Christ is and his preeminence, you know? And, and it was just, it was amazing. Uh, on my way back, coming back, I, I sat next to a lady who was invited to the coronation and she sat in Westminster Abbey. She was in her early 80s. Uh, she's from England, and she was coming out to the United States for something. But she gave me her phone number uh, to come visit her because I'm going back to England in two weeks yeah. uh, for a couple weeks. But she gave me, allowed me to hold on to, and I took a picture of every page. It was the program for the coronation, and I sent it to you, Ray. That's mm. what those 50 pages are. Listen to some of these words, if I may. Yeah. And these words are the words. Everything is scripted that day for the coronation. The Archbishop of Thyatira in Great Britain says... The Lord protect you in all your ways and prosper all your work in his name. The moderator of the Free Churches Group says, The Lord give you hope and happiness that you may inspire all your people in the imitation of his unchanging love. The General Secretary of England says, The Lord grant that wisdom and knowledge be the stability of your times and the fear of the Lord your treasure. Hmm. The Cardinal of Archbishop of Westminster says, May God pour upon you the richness of his grace bless you and keep you in his holy fear and prepare you for a happy eternity and receive you at the last until immortal glory. Wow. The Archbishop of Canterbury says, and the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be with you and remain with you always. Amen. And then it just goes on and on. And then this one part, the Lord grant the King a long life that his years may endure throughout all generations. Let him dwell before thee forever. Oh, prepare thy loving mercy and faithfulness that they may preserve him. So shall we always sing and praise thy name. Amen. Point. The coronation, the entire coronation is pointed back upon the word of God, the person of Jesus Christ. And I'm thinking to myself as I was reading through this, like nowhere else in the world are you going to see this and to hear these words. And I, when I got grabbed a hold of the program and I was looking through all of the words written out, I was thinking, what a treasure 
this this item is. And this woman says, I can't stop reading through all the words wow. that were spoken. How did she how did she get in there, Mark? I mean She that, was invited. She was invited in uh to Is she just a commoner? Or? I don't know. I don't she know. Was what she was the Queen of Pompeo. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, and yeah, Oscar, you, you've been waiting. Well, I want to hear what you got too. Yeah, I mean, it, I really don't have much to add to what Mark is saying, but my observations and some standout moments is is kind of what he said. It was less about us being there and more about seeing how many people answered the call because of Ray, your vision, not just your vision for London, but your vision for this ministry, your vision for the church to become more evangelistic that started 30, 40, 50, 180 years ago. Um, uh, and all that you do and, and all that God is doing through the podcast, the TV show and the YouTube. I mean, I met a a sweet family with teenage girls there from Ireland. I met teenagers that backpacked from Finland. By the way, that's the creatures. So shout out to the creatures. Yeah. Yeah, They're more, they're, they're, they're our friends. Um, That's, that's their last name. Creatures. Creech, not oh, creatures. creatures. <laughs> I was going to say, go in the womb and preach the Moody gospel creatures. creatures. I met a couple. Family. They're the ones that picked us up. Remember, it took us yes. around Ireland. That's and right. And he sent me a video of Irish you and I that they've watched a dozen times. They can't stop looking at it. Oh, yeah. I'll produce I'm going to show you later. That's right. It's so funny. I met a couple. He was from the U.S., and I can't remember what country she's from, but they were engaged, and they rarely get to see each other, and they decided that this would be their trip where they get to spend some time together, which is to go and to preach the gospel and to hand out tracts. Like, that was how they were going to spend this trip together, you know? (laughs) Um, Over and over again, just met some incredible, a a guy from from, uh, Greece who came by himself, and he gave us a hard time. He said every time we... We quote the Some Greek, Greek word. Greek word on our podcast. He says we butcher it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. We I do. apologize profusely. Well, we should call him every time we want to quote Greek. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we mentioned. But he said it's Augustine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's, and he's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's wrong. It was amazing, and like I said, turning the corner everywhere I went on the streets, it was just one person after another with the million dollar bill, pound tracks, handing them out to people, men and women near retirement age, in their middle age, young kids, uh, high school, college, just every age group, you know, answered the call to preach the gospel. And think about not only the tracks that we're handing out, but think about how much prayer was poured over this trip, was poured over those tracks, was poured over the people that were that the tracks were being handed to. Um, And and to add to sort of what you were saying, Mark, in regards to reading what the Church of England had prepared. I got to speak to, you know, we're out there looking for interviews for the TV show and there's like this vicar, he's got his white thingamajig on and he's staring at the Abbey and I walk up to him and I'm like, hey, would you, would you want to, you know, do an interview? And he said, yes. Wow. And so I got to do an interview with the vicar from the Church of England. It was really interesting. It was a great accent. He did have a great accent. Yeah. He knew very little about the gospel though. Wow. Which is crazy. This what guy, you know, went to seminary. He is a professional preacher, yeah. quote unquote, in the Church of England. And I ask him, what is the gospel? And he goes, um, oh, well, you know, the gospel is, is God's love for us. It's, it's God's way of healing us, of empowering us, of offering us grace and power in this life and reconciliation with each other. And he waxes on and on. And and at the end, when he's done, I go, and what about our reconciliation to him? And he's like, oh, well, yeah, you know, in a way. And <laughs> that so, small thing. Yeah. And, I, and then I ask him, you know, about the substitutionary atonement. 
and right at the end, he says something like, well, you know, it, it, it that makes me feel uncomfortable. It, you know, God's wrath being poured out on his son makes me feel like he's a vindictive God, and I got to go. <laughs> he left. <laughs> wow. And he left the interview, wow. uh, which is really unfortunate. But, wow. uh, but it's also a, a, a great example on how the Church of England has lost a sense of the gospel. And how the know? God of this world has blinded the minds of those that believe not to the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. and you know, my prayer is for, for God to, to do a revival. You know, you think about the fact that Wesley and Whitfield came out of the Church of England, yeah. yes. you know, and, and man, may the Lord cause a revival. We had a good friend say, as we were texting, uh, Ray and I were texting, and they were like, man, how wonderful would it be if, if the book and the tracts got into the hands of King Charles yeah. and his family and that oh, they all came to Christ. Oh, he called me this morning and said, King he's, Charles? Re- he's, reading, <laughs> he's reading the track and asked no. him. Oh, 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 where's Ben when you need yeah, him? when we I'm... need him. Can I just say something about the tract? I think it's got an incredibly long life. And the reason for that is for the world, this was a tremendously heartwarming experience, this whole thing outside of what the Christian experienced, was like a light and darkness in the sense that the world is just so full of bad, bad news. And this was good news. And it's like, and I I age myself by saying this, but if if someone gave me a a million-dollar bill with the Beatles on it, Mm. it would take me back to the joy I had of the experience of hearing them for the first time. And so this tract has got a long, long life. And so... Christians should keep still giving them out. Oh, I, I watched the coronation. Yeah, thanks right. for this. And, and again, the reason why I think it was such a brilliant idea is because who in the world is going to throw one of those away? I mean, yeah. this is, you know, people love mementos from certain places or, you know, from certain occasions. And it's not just that it's got King Charles' picture on it and it's, it looks like currency. It's really well done. Yeah, I mean, Beautiful. Brad and Esley did an extraordinary job. It's really quality. Even the paper, you People know, will be wondering nice. what a Brad Nestle is. <laughs> <laughs> Brad Nestle, Brad Nestle. Yeah, a Brad is our wonderful, ooh, uh, Brad's, <laughs> Brad's our wonderful uh, webmaster here and does so many other things. And then Esley A graphic is, artist. Is, yeah, and Esley is a brilliant graphic artist. I mean, yeah. she's been doing stuff She worked for, for Disney for a long time. Yeah. She? I knew that. Mm. She's really good. I and mean, she does the best caricatures I think I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. So anyhow, so here's what I want to do. I, I want to I want to get to the reception, Mark. I want you to talk a little bit about that, what happened there. Uh, And then I want to wrap up with talking about uh, what we're going to do next. Because if you don't think this affected us, friends, (laughs) wow. Now, listen, why are we talking about all this? All of you are thinking, okay, this already happened. Who knows when you're... And look at the date on this, because this may be years later you're listening to this. We're doing this to stir your souls. If you weren't moved by Mark's reaction you may not be a human being <laughs> because uh, that, was, that was powerful. And we want you to catch a glimpse of what God can do when you decide to be an instrument in his hand. And guys, honestly, think about it. What we're, what, what's being asked of us? Be an instrument. What's an instrument? It just sits there, <laughs> you know, like ready to be picked up and used. And that's what we're talking about, being used by the Lord. Mm. This doesn't have to happen during one big single occasion in another country. There are lost all around you all mm-hmm. the time. There are enough special occasions in the U.S. taking place where you can go. And so do it. All right, Mark, reception. People literally had to take planes, trains, and automobiles in order to get to this place that was in the middle of nowhere. It really was, yeah. Mm. Hour outside of London. <laughs> 
Really? It was remote? Yeah, the it reception. was remote. There, oh. it's, there's nothing nothing near it. Why did I think the reception was like five minutes from like ground zero? Yeah, well, no, when you look on a map, it's only a millimeter away from London. <laughs> that's right. So <laughs> that's what it was. But seeing the people come, continually come, and then fill up this, this room was so amazing. It, it was, was so standing beautiful. room only. And it speaking, was. speaking of so Philip, uh, Philip was there, wasn't he, Ray? <laughs> Ray's brother. Oh, my brother. Yeah, yeah. Philip and his wife, Shirley. He's, uh, he's had me mystified for a long time. He, he was the first ever to give away coronation tracks. Wow. He asked for them when he was in Sydney. That's and I amazing. didn't even know if he's a Christian, which is just weird. Yeah. You know? Amazing. It's awesome. Yeah, All right. We showed our film, What Is It? And Philip came up to me. I, the last half of the film, at least, I stood there uh, with Philip and we watched it. And it was after he, he had said, oh, this is so well done. He said, wow. just excellent, just excellent, just really so excellent. Encouraging. And he's so proud of you, Ray, right? I mean, he, he, he wears a name tag that says Philip Comfort on it that he <laughs> self-made and he wore walking around. And he, he wanted to address everybody and, and say a word, but we didn't dare Good. give him a microphone. <laughs> <laughs> but, so, yeah, so it's in a remote place. Yes. And people are just... Yeah, yeah, and then we, we all got up there uh, one after the next, and we began to talk and teach a little bit. We showed the film, and Mark uh, taught, I taught, and then um, Miguel had MC, John Harris. John Harris, yeah. Gave pointers on how to hand out gospel tracts, how to engage in conversation. And we could have probably went on for another few hours. How long did it go? How to go uh, it was at least three and a half hours. What? Yeah, it was long. I didn't realize that. It could have been a lot longer. Wow. Yeah, people were. Was it too long? It was not too long. No. no, people wanted more. People yeah, that wanted was a to become that a was a highlight. And so were you guys meeting a lot of people that love Living Waters oh, and follow man. the ministry? Yes, but not only that, there, there were a lot of people that were really wanting to become equipped. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? I, I had inside my head thinking that all of these people are already equipped, they're already inspired, that's why they're there, and they just want a fellowship. No, when slides were going, when John Harris was showing the different slides on how to hand out tracks, it was like every hand went up to take a picture of the different yeah. slides. Wow. And then coming by and just going, how do I get this material? How do I get this material? Yeah. How do I become equipped? Wow. Yeah, I did a thing on, uh, you know, three things we can learn from the early church on evangelism. Uh, but I, I mentioned the beginning, like I actually have five, but I only have time for three. Hmm. I can't tell you how many people afterwards were like coming up to me. What were the other two? <laughs> what were the, with pen and paper, you, you know, on their phone. Yeah, Oscar, what were the other two? Smart. But to your point, yeah, they, they were so excited about, you know, being around Living Waters members and us. And that was really encouraging. But more than that, they were there to be equipped. They yeah. were so excited for information download, which yeah. was awesome. I love that. They're hungry. There you was know? such a sacrifice for them to be there. Therefore, I think that that allotted each person to be like a sponge. Yeah. That they were just holding on to everything that was being said. Give me something. And then, like I said, out on the streets, a lot of individual people, not with other people, not with a spouse, not with a friend, not with their child. By themselves. They're just by themselves, by themselves trying to hand on tracks. Handing them out, and it wasn't like they were being timid about it either. Oh yeah, it was like, no, here, take this, take this. You got to read this. You got to read this. Yeah. Take so this, many, take this. so many college students that just went by themselves. Wow, she's like, I just came by myself. I'm just here to hand out tracks. Wow. Well, you know, when when we got sent the video, I don't know who sent it. If it was Brad or one of our team members, if someone sent a video of our team being mobbed by people like wanting tracks, and and even one lady's like, give me two, give me two, you know, and, yeah. and people just waiting, like. And I just started, I teared up because I thought, Lord, all these people have the gospel in their hands. They're not going to throw this away. It's going to be sitting in their house for years. Other people are going to read their it. Their children you know? their grandchildren. Yeah. yeah. And so it was so, so moving. And so you guys met a few 
podcast listeners? Oh, so many people love the podcast. Really? I Amazing. can't believe it. I, wow. Even the dad jokes. However, <laughs> there was one guy that came up to me and he said, I love everything about the podcast except for when Easy tells his jokes. <laughs> now, he's an anomaly hi- because everybody him. else was like <laughs> Everybody I'm else sure loves the dad jokes and loves yeah. the camaraderie. And the I am honestly the shocked. I'm honestly shocked on how and, and so blessed because to me, we get on here, we goof off. We have so much fun talking about the Lord. I feel lifted up and encouraged. And then I am so blown away when I get around other people and they are so lifted up and encouraged by the yeah. podcast. And to see just them uh, understand our inside jokes, tell us whether they're Team Easy or Team Oscar <laughs> when it comes to coffee. Uh, and, you know, they, to, to, for them to repeat back to us stories that we've told, they're yeah. like, hey, you know, you said this thing, I could relate, yeah. or I was in that moment before. There's there's just like relational currency that's being built and listener for you for you listening man we we so appreciate you oh, we, we love so you much. and we're so thankful for yeah. mm-hmm. uh, when we get to meet you face to face it honestly means a ton yeah to us. it's crazy I was at a church in another state and this lady walks up to me never seen her in my life she goes hey tea kettles Wayne oh <laughs> <laughs> my like, boy this thing's getting around but yeah Mark to serve that brother who doesn't like the jokes I'm gonna keep telling him <laughs> because he needs sanctification <laughs> trial and tribulation. So Ray and I were here in the meantime doing the live stream. I got about an hour and a half of sleep that afternoon just to take a little nap, which was a big mistake because I was I was exhausted. But we had so much fun. We had a great time. Yeah. A little panic just as we we're beginning. Um, we cut across to Ben, and then we hear our tech guys say, we've lost the tower. Yeah, like they Everyone's lost the lost signal the there. There's no, yeah, there's no signal from London. Like they shut down all the towers mm. and, and the signals. And I thought, great, we've got four hours of me and Easy yapping <laughs> away without a Ben Price or without the guys coming from London, but they got it back. I was just thrilled. And then just as we're going to start, there was issues of copyright. Uh, uh, YouTube going to shut us down because there's music being played that they yeah. can hear and stuff like that, but it really worked out good. Yeah, I mean, Ben was a, just a breath of fresh air. He is, so he? on. He's just on, you it's know, great. like all of the impersonation. He was doing Trump and and King Charles and Arnold and yeah, it was it was really great. And, I gotta uh, say, out of all the guys I invited to work out with me while we were in London, Ben was the only one that showed up. Really, Mark? Ooh, Brad? All right, Gale. rounds. Time is a ticking, and we've got to tell you about what we're going to do. Yes, twenty twenty four will bring us the Olympics, and where Ray? In Paris. 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 I I think Paris, I love London, but Paris is the most wonderful city in the world. It's Mm. just... Wow, what about Belfair? It's all right. Um, (laughs) It's just just something about Paris. We've been there a number of times. The the multiculturalism, the... The uh, the the, Louvre. the Eiffel Tower, Louvre, the, all, all those things. Alan, we can't forget Alan. The Alan, and, yeah. yeah, it's it's just so <laughs> it's it's so exciting that that so many people are going to come. Three billion people watch the Olympics. Wow! And so I'm I am. It's like London on steroids yeah. because the coronation of the King Charles was huge, but the whole world didn't follow it. There were a yeah, lot of countries that right. just weren't interested. But with the Olympics, the whole yeah, world oh. follows it. Because when they say three billion people, they're not talking, kids don't watch it. So that it's like almost the whole world yeah, of adults pretty much. I grew up it. watching the Olympics. Yeah. That? I grew up watching the Olympics. Yeah, that yeah, was like just, a thing in our home. And you yeah. didn't even have a TV. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we watched, yeah, we would just draw pictures <laughs> on those little magnetic things. Remember that? Yeah. And so we're going to create uh, tracks that are going to be so exciting for people. Uh, They're going to hold on to them. And I've got lots of little thoughts like uh, just a little 
Uh, All your thoughts are a little random. Yeah, a little. <laughs> just that we're going to print a card for Paris that this, we haven't even talked about this. It just says free Olympic uh, uh, collectibles or whatever, free Olympics. Nice. I can't yeah. even think of the right word. But people are going to be lining up for them because uh, they're there for the Olympics and these these are going to be their heroes. So yeah. it's super exciting. So Friends. Mission Paris. Yeah, Mission, Mission Paris. Uh-huh. That, that's where we're Did going for the Olympics. So, so, I mean. <laughs> Did you hear that? <laughs> Mark, you took French for 40 years and don't even hardly know a word, right? I was the same too. I, I, I took French for three years. No. And, and, I, and I see I did. And I said something to a Frenchman and he learnt, turned around. This was like 30 years after, after the fact. But I, I, after three years of studying French, the teacher said, oh, this isn't the French they speak in England. This is just learning French. <laughs> uh, That's in, like in Spanish. Oh, yeah. People right. learn Spanish in high school. It's nothing I'd like that. It's not to hear you speak thing. French with your New Zealand accent. So anyway, it's, it's going to be super exciting. Yeah. Uh, Operation Yeah, Paris. we're very excited. So again, make sure to check the date on when you're listening to this. This may be three, four years down the line. But... This is going to be in 2016 for the Olympics. We're so excited. When 2016? Did I say 2024? <laughs> what in the so world? Also, we got a time machine. Yeah. Just like your outfits. <laughs> so outdated. Wheezy. Oh, oh, like, Man, I missed no, no. that. I missed the outreach to Paris but, in 2016. <laughs> but the thing is, is I said 2016 in my brain. I said, no, 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 2024. And I said, say 2024. And look at what it I said. Sounds like you've got someone living in there. <laughs> I think so. All right, friends. Well, that does it for so us. So people so should subscribe to our newsletter, yes. right? Living Waters newsletter, so we can update you when we've got things worked That's out. How Which, how do you updated. do that? You go to livingwaters.com and subscribe to the newsletter. We will de- That will be the first place anybody hears about signing up and being a part of the outreach for yeah. Paris. Yeah, absolutely. We'll keep you posted. And um, It's from July to August. It's 26 days of the Olympics. Yeah, and 2024. 2024, 2024 not 2016. Please don't go there in, in 2016. There'll be nothing there. But also call me if you have a time machine. We need to talk. Yeah, let's travel. All right, friends, that does it for us. Don't forget, Defenders of the Faith, 10 Weird Facts About the Coronation Book, The Living Waters Podcast Mug, and The Evidence Study Bible at livingwaters.com. Give us comments, give us ratings, all that good stuff. Send us your emails at podcast at livingwaters.com. Thank you for joining us. See you next time on The Little Podcast. <laughs> podcast. Where we have no Einstein idea. would be proud. Yeah. Where we have no idea. What? Winners, winners, winners. That's you, friends. Those of you who I'm about to announce are the winners of this week's podcast giveaway on the Living Waters podcast. We've got Carlos from Lamont, California, Daniel from Jamestown, North Carolina, Ed Washburn from Tennessee, David Norwood from North Carolina, Doug Campobello from South Carolina, Ali from Falls Church, Virginia, Adrian from Hattiesburg, Mississippi, Joshua from Excelsior Springs, Missouri, Eva from Bow Island, Canada, and Penelope from Bardwell Park, Australia. Shout out to the Aussies and the Canadians out there. Friends, you can get this too, those of you who are listening. Just share the word and sign up for the Living Waters Podcast.